0: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane.
1: It's- There's no need to fear. I'm black, you and I'm black, you and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black,
2: you and I'm black, you and I'm blacker than black. Cause I'm black. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Super Black, an all black panel podcasting experience where we talk about all things superhero, past, present, and future. From Marvel and DC to anime, there is no stone we will leave unturned as we take a deep dive into the genre of super powered individuals and the worlds they inhabit. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Zuri Washington. I use she, her pronouns, and you can follow me on IG at Zuri with a fringe on top. That's Zuri with a Z, not Zuri with an S. I'll leave it to the rest of today's super panel to introduce themselves. Take it away.
3: Hi everybody, Uh, Omar here. Um, You can find me on Twitter, that's copyright. Uh, You can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, original underscore gamester. I'm here to talk movies, um comic books have a bunch of fun and um yeah that's it
0: what's up corinne scott she her pronouns you can find me on instagram at i am corinne scott one r two n's and an e for my first name nebs just looked at me like what are you doing that's my dog nebula named after the character from the guardians of the galaxy nerd
4: Hey, hey, uh, I'm Quinton. I am a, an actor, uh, engineer, and just a dreamer in general. And if you want to support my latest dream, I'm going uh, for my shot at uh, Static Shock in Michael B. Jordan's new upcoming film. Uh, so if you go to my petition on my Instagram bio, sign the petition and help me support uh, and get there. So thank you.
5: Uh, hey there. Hi, this is Rolls Andre and I'm an OG fanboy. And uh, an actor here in New York. And you can find me on Instagram, Rosie, R-O-L-L-S-I-E. And I'm very excited to be here and I'm ready to talk
2: some smack. And I think Richard Harden will be on with us shortly. Uh, he just had some business to take care of. But until then, don't forget to follow the podcast on IG at Super Black Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Super Podcast. Now that we are mostly assembled, let's get started. So today we are going to talk about ranking the twenty twenty one Marvel movies. There were four of them. We are not going to include um, the any of the Disney Plus TV series. And I, I don't know. I'll, I guess I'll leave it to the panel. Are we counting Venom or not? I'm I'm confused oh. about. Venom and Morbius's existence I within it. this universe. Uh, I, feel- I don't know what's happening. Please hold. What? Did Morbius come out already? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. It, no but, I, but I'm saying I'm bringing it up because, um, you know, in the commercials which we're playing, I swear, for the last, like, 20 years of my life, the commercials you see – um the vulture uh, michael keaton in yeah. the thing so i'm like okay so is it in this universe uh venom has popped up at the end of uh no way home is where what, what are we in this universe what's happening i don't know it's uh, or even if we're not in this universe i mean the he came from a multiverse but still are we counting any of that is the I question any venom at all ever because I, I,
3: I, there are only two <laughs> i I don't think do we should i i don't i don't think we should only because um that 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 car- the, the meshing was only introduced just so they could do what they did in in no oh. way home uh, and then <laughs> and then and then it's back to it's back to that venom being a sony only in association with marvel yeah. so,
0: but they tried great. to leave it open ended so that they could maybe come back well oh, they they already did
3: what they wanted to do yeah, I don't know if we can yeah. talk can we talk about it? I mean
0: Yeah, we can. We we seen can okay. Yeah, so
3: they could so they could leave the little piece of goo, which there's gonna be a separate venom in the MCU. So that venom played by Tom Hardy is gonna still be a Sony only production in association mm-hmm. with Marvel.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would assume based off of what happened in No Way Home, that since Peter Parker is like fully down on his luck and no one knows who the f he is it's going to be a lot of like you know he's going to have to work at the daily bugle kind of thing and pick his way up and be a photographer and do the normal peter parker stuff and therefore meet eddie brock who the eddie brock that exists in that universe um somehow some way that's what i assume that they're gonna
3: uh as long as it's not Grace.
2: <laughs> Who I, ad- I adore, Topher Grace, but my God, yes, it was, was not a one. not a shining <laughs> moment. It was very Jesse uh, Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Ooh, like, yes.
3: oh,
1: oh yes. that's like, No, no, I don't even think it's
3: oh. I don't even think I've seen anything that bad in comic books. Really, <laughs> I'd rather Topher Grace than Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor again.
0: I, Dead, I, I would.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> Also, that's you know, that's there's a part of me that wants to be attracted to Lex Luthor, and never in a million years will I ever be attracted <laughs> to <me>.
3: him. <laughs> How could you be attracted to Mark Zuckerberg? What <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> that's no, what he no, played. Yeah. He,
2: he will never no, have played like Mark Zuckerberg. He did, he did. He did. No, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, but Jesse Eisenberg's very sweet. I I, I think I'm, I met him once at a, like a Two Boots Pizzeria at, on Forty Third Street, and I was like oh, Jesse Eisenberg, and it was him. But like he's very nice, but not let's move So, um, but yeah, I so we have um, let me list them again. If I didn't list them already, we have again Spider Man, No Way Home, The Eternals. I didn't list them this time. Yep, The Eternals, uh, uh Black Widow, and Shang Chi. Those are the four that came out literally in the last half of 2021. It was a very right. overwhelming time for me <laughs> to
0: watch all of those movies.
2: Um, we already but, know number one.
0: <laughs> I mean, right, do we need to debate about what number one is going to be? Number like?
3: one is probably close to number one in the whole MCU. So Yeah, it's yeah. in my top yeah. three.
2: Oh, wait, yeah. uh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, top three or four. Yeah. Um, yeah
4: yeah I mean, so no no way
2: home but well, let's talk about no way home um cuz we really oh, haven't yeah. ever gone into depth about it uh, but we'll just talk about it very very briefly for the purposes of this um i thought they first of all what an acting masterclass from so many people involved in <laughs> I was like, mm. is this an Academy Award winning film? It won't, but it's fine. Like, it was just like Willem Dafoe. And then uh, what's his name for Doc Ock? There was just so much happening. I was like, oh my God, am I going to cry during the Spider-Man movie? I'd like- because Spider-Man? I did.
3: I like that they poke fun at Jamie Foxx when they said, last time I saw you, you had uh, bad teeth and a comb-over. Because that was one of (laughs) the worst things I hated about that movie. And they poked fun at it, and they fixed it. And I was like, yes, yes."
2: yes. Pure comedy and also it's really funny to watch Jamie Foxx on the like the trail talking about the movie he's like he'll talk about he's like yeah it was the blue electricity I said that's not the reason why people did not like you in that movie boo boo. like what are you talking about yeah. and, and as far do you remember that like uh, when, oh, when uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out allegedly wasn't it Jamie Foxx's idea for him to have the oh, the, the, the gap in his teeth what? and the glasses and the stuff I, th- I think that was all his idea um, but I, I could be perpetuating a very f- long-standing rumor.
3: We saw that <laughs> but, movie together.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, if we that,
0: did. That so, was his choice. Yeah, well, there's a reason actors
2: are actors sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Cause Jamie Foxx was like, oh, I'm tired of looking sexy. I just want to like what, what? Really? I don't know the rhyme or reason. I don't what? know. I'm making that part up. That part I'm oh, making okay. up. But like, okay. he was like, I want to go through a transformation. Okay, relax. There's so so much. He had <laughs> Sometimes done. I had done, done Ray. Right? Right. To be actors. Right. It, oh yeah, he
3: God. had done Ray by that point. Yeah, <laughs> he had done. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he was like thinking, like, like, I have I to,
5: I have to myself every time I play a part. You know, like i don't
2: know it was it it was was a wrong choice so many wrong choices um but there was a lot of really good acting really good storytelling um i think there was only a couple moments and i couldn't tell you specifically because i still have only seen it once because um when when spider-man no way home came out was like the height of omicron so like i went to go see it diligently and it was it was very crowded in the movie theater but that being said um, not very crowded. It was just full. You know, it was a, a full house. Um, but uh, yeah, I did not go back to see it because I knew it was going to be just as crowded. So I waited. Um, but yeah, it was such. It was a really good, like, lesson to other franchises attempting to tell these really big stories, like how you can do it, how you can how you can dig into my nostalgia without it being. She's I don't know. Interested. It wasn't the. It still wasn't the crux of the story, even though it was very important to it. It wasn't the crux of the story, and the only reason why I would consider it a good movie. There's so many other reasons that I yeah. think it was a, a really, really good movie. It's
0: like I when think... the Star Wars series came back, the new, the, the most recent trilogy, that relied so heavily on nostalgia that I enjoyed the first movie. But the first movie is basically uh, the Force Awakens is just a. It's a new Hope.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really is, and that was the purpose of it. And you could tell.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's exactly what Zuri said. It, it's a wonderful movie that's not that doesn't just say, you know, the Spider-Man movies came out twenty years ago. Let's try to bank on that. You know what I mean? It felt. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah.
3: It, it was. It was extremely emotional and very, very bold. I think it was very bold. Um, yeah. What happened with with Aunt May, I think that that was the most traumatic. Um, I mean, obviously because when we've seen the other origins of Spider-Man, right, uh, in, in in the other two iterations, Uncle Ben dies in the very beginning. It's just what happens. And we know it yeah. from the comic books. Yeah. This is a character who's been established, developed a romance uh, with Happy, and that, <laughs> that, that, that fell off, and then you know, she She's she seemed to be she seemed to be a staying force, right? And she seemed to be a staying force. It's like if Aunt May died when uh Doc Ock had her on top of the tower, you'd have been like, mm. Oh man, that's messed up. But this Aunt May was different, she was a part of everything. She knew who he was, she knew his identity, and it was just there was just so much and to and and to, to kill have her die the way she did. And at that moment, I think, I think, I think we all felt that, like, crazy. Yeah.
2: I knew watching as I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, Aunt May's gonna die." Yeah. I, told, I, told, I told I told Nate in in his ear. I said about to kill Aunt May. Like I was whispering uh, to, my, to my partner, um, they're about to kill Aunt May. And it, I only felt that because of pl- uh, playing the PS4 um, Spider-Man when Aunt May dies um, in, in that one, in, in the video game, in Sony's Spider-Man. Um, she dies at some point because Negative Man, Mr. Negative or whatever his name is, uh, kills her or she dies somehow. At She dies at Feast. And I was like, this would be this is like really poetic, also how it was uh Norman's uh glider that kills him in the original timeline that ends up killing Aunt May in this one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it was just like yeah,
2: just just yeah. the just the thought process that went into like how will Aunt May die by this way? You know, Peter trying to do his best. Peter's always trying to do his best. And he always does it every time. I'm just like, Peter, stop trying. Stop trying. It's like the more Peter tries, yeah. the more chaos usually uh sows itself. As smart as Peter Parker teenager um, canonically cannot well, is.
5: That 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 that's a really great point because I love how they also I, I didn't see that balance. Um, but also the way they had um, what's the Garfield? Andrew Garfield? Andrew. When yeah, they had Andrew. him save, when they had him save Peter's current girlfriend.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, like, like, I thought that was a nice, like, a nice turnover. Like, he got, he got mm-hmm. to finally be able to save her, you know, even though it's not, yeah. his her. Um, yeah. but, it, but it, I thought that was great. It, I, I just, I just, like, did a great I, I just think like, I just, I, it was, it was great. It was great. I, I just think that like, it really, okay. It it was true to itself, and and I and I and I think that's why I have to give it a. a I I have to say it's, it was really very well done, but, I mean I don't know I I just felt like I I I felt like when I finished watching it I was like why don't I like, these movies, with Tom Holland, and I think it's because he's the most, teenage Spider Man that's ever been, and yes. like I find teenagers to be fucking annoying, <laughs> you know what I mean, and he's a hero. He's a superhero. He has, he has he has he has he's dealing with all these problems and 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 he's a teenager and 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 so he makes stupid decisions and people get hurt and he learns from those those mistakes. And I think that's great. I I I I I really didn't like them often Aunt May at first, but then I was like, no, that's so Peter Parker. That's so that's so like that's so Peter. You know, I mean you bring you bring villains in your house? Like, what's that all about? Like, you bring murderers and psychopaths into your home? You know, like, what is and that all a, about?
2: It, but and in a world was, sans an Uncle Ben, which I think we've talked before, I, I, I don't know. I'm still unsure if Uncle Ben ever existed in this particular universe. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so in a world without an Uncle Ben, Who's Uncle Ben? It has to be Aunt May. That's the most important person to him in his entire life. Um, you know, as much as he's searching for a father figure in uh, Tony and some kind of happy, and then uh, Nick Fury, you know, someone to guide him, Quentin Beck, someone to guide him uh, that is a male figure. Aunt May is the Uncle Ben, and she had the the great power, great responsibility, just slightly packaged in in just ever so slightly a different way, um, and. And, and and also as to, when she said that too, I said, This woman is going to die. This is crazy. I was like, I just saw it like slow motion, like a like a slow motion train on an and Like, and as soon as that scene happened where the building started to blow up and things were happening, I was like, Oh no, slow motion, just a slow motion fall. She was gone. And I was yeah. like, Oh no, come back, Marissa Tomei. I miss you.
4: Yeah, um the up for a little bit, and like I was like. You just got to do it at that point, yeah. Like mm-hmm. when she was like, kind of like The Walking Dead.
3: Yeah, they they, they they did so much in that movie. Um, you know, Rhea yep. just pulling in the Netflix uh, Marvel series uh, with uh, with yeah. Matt Murdock. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, they, like I said, addressing the whole Jamie Fox thing, the talking, the jokes around the web shooters and the webs out of his arms. Like we had that conversation, remember? Um, so mm-hmm. it's like all of that kind of stuff. They just tied so many things together in a great in way a, in a yeah. great way so you know yeah it's, it's definitely up there so it's, it's one of the best mcu movies in my yeah, opinion and, and so and so of course better than you know, endgame were, um i said one of the best i didn't say it's the best i would say it's
0: better it's than endgame delirious. it's 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 it's,
3: it's, it's so I, I can't I, I guess if you watch them individually um it, i i could i would say it's better than endgame um, if if I, if I if I had not like not the history of the entire MCU right, it's a better movie, but I think in game is just the culmination of of so much, and it brought a certain level of emotion. And still, when I when you watch certain scenes, it brings a, a heightened emotion out of you for that especially like those of us you know we're comic fans from kids you know so to see all of that is it's different so yeah the, the Spider-Man is the better movie but in game um in game was it so. right yeah
1: oh so now um, help, now help me cuz i you know Wrapped in with the ADHD. Are we ranking across this last couple of years or this is time No. Left?
3: Just last year. Just last year. It yeah, yeah. Up. The end game just came up. But so, yeah. Yep. And, and, and I said, and for me, and I, I think it's going to be unanimous, but I, I'll say Spider-Man uh, stands at number one for 2021. So. so between two and
2: three. So I think Shang-Chi is second.
3: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um,
2: okay. Because if, it, it, I think for um, a similar reason, maybe not, I, I don't know if it was as, no, no, definitely not as strong as Black Panther because you know, like how, black, how how much Black people we, we hold, the, the things that are made for us finally, we just hold them so strongly and we, we, we made that movie do what it did. Um, but I think that Shang-Chi um, especially by comparison to when Mulan I, came out was and was really bad and was a bad cultural representation from talking to a lot of my uh, Chinese uh, Americans. What do you
1: mean, Mulan?
2: Yeah. yeah, the live action Mulan. Yes, the live action Mulan. Like a lot of my Chinese American friends were like, no, <laughs> this is not it, I, I hate, yeah, they hated I it. They were hate- and I hated it too, because I thought they um, they took away a lot of Mulan's power by giving her superpowers, they took away a lot of her, her strength, which was just that she's a strong woman and that she defeated the Huns by herself with no powers oh. um, and that she wasn't so I, a witch.
3: So I shouldn't have seen the movie. I, I mean, no. I, it's good that the, it's good that I didn't see it, is what I'm saying. Yes, no, she so did
2: not see it. It's not no, real. No, no. just watch the cartoon. It's cartoon. Oh, I've is, seen the
3: cartoon. I mean,
2: no, no. like watch it again, just to be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what I want. This is what... But like, anyway, but yeah, I think that Shanxi, um, there was so much beautiful imagery, and they did a really beautiful job. A lot of crouching tiger, hidden dragon, kind of. Uh, Palette and references in terms of the fighting style and just the colors. When you would go to, oh, why can't I remember the name of the place? But you know, the, the, the,
3: um, yeah,
0: let's
2: call it
3: Shangri
2: mm-hmm. oh, La. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's how it is. Um, um, yeah. But it was such. It, I think it was so beautiful, and also the, the in and out of, uh, you know, using Chinese to speak, and the the subtitles, and also the cultural, like you know, Kate. Uh, Kate Katie's the name of uh, Aquafina's character, I think. Um, and Katie um, being, uh, ABC, which is American born Chinese. Um, and the difference between her culturally and Shang-Chi, who's running away from his culture, just in a different way. Um, it, it, it was just, it was a really good, I think, um, cultural representation in the same way that Black Panther was a good cultural representation of the, the kind of back and forth struggle between like being African, Black African American, born here, and being uh, from the motherland in
4: Africa, and the Omar, are, you different... to, are you about to contest that yeah. too? <laughs> I'm not
3: going to contest it. I mean, I can't say what's a, it's a good cultural representation because I, I, I for in my position, um, it's, I find it kind of hard to say that uh, because I don't have that much insight into the culture um so i can't really say that but i what i what i will say is that i think it was i think rep- the representation especially i think it was uh similar to black panther in that it was like 90 um asian cast right if, if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so just about and That's and so that that was that was great for representation in itself but i i, I think you said Katie is her name. Is that his side sidekick? I think
0: that's the character's name. Yeah, Aquafina's character.
3: Um, um, she's one of the worst parts of the movie. I, I
2: mean,
3: I mean, I and I and no, I and, and started I,
2: about Aquafina. No, but it, it, I a lot of, of the, like, about
3: like, and it's not. It, it, she was a Jar Jar Binks. She was Jar <laughs> oh Jar Binks. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> And, yeah, I like <laughs> I like oh. I like the movie, right? But she was Jar Jar Binks. and it made no sense. See, there's no comparison. There was no character like that in Black Panther. And the villain had a lot more conviction than any villain in um in Shang-Chi and from Black Panther. Wait, there was
2: no character like Katie in Black Panther in no. terms of, her, no. in there terms was no, of what,
3: what there was character? no Jar Jar Binks. In Black Panther.
2: Oh, like a Tarzan thing, Yeah, okay. and, and,
3: and how she and how she inserted herself. Yeah, I'm just gonna be here. I'm gonna go along with you just because we've been rocking, bro, and we've been, you know, down since whatever. But then, but then she goes along, and then the people she goes along, and they kind of just accept her. And it's like, what? It it, it just kind of didn't fit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's like T'Challa would have said, No, no, we don't do that here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no. It it just I do that, think it is she threw me off. She threw me way off. So I do but, think but it, it was number two for just, me.
0: Like, rock and that just means so it was long. a
3: lackluster year. Are you is talking like, about like, wait, what, what
0: was a lackluster year?
3: year? I I said I said Shang-Chi, I agree it was number two, but that also just means it was a lackluster year. Spider Man carried the whole year. Yeah, so. I think it's, and it's, it is it's,
1: well, it's the <laughs> reality, right? We gotta remember in twenty twenty one, a lot of the time it wasn't quite safe going to the movie. Like I had to risk the, Omari, the Omarion to go see uh, <laughs> kind of, uh,
0: <laughs>
4: But would you have risked Omarion for, like, Spider-Man or for Shang-Chi? Or, or even Black Panther? I or for or both. The other <laughs> on list. So, I'm
1: but
0: but, but, right but those
1: me. were my first two movies out of the house since back in 2019. I, but, yeah,
3: I, I couldn't even talk about it because I hadn't <laughs> seen it until late January. So. <laughs>
1: but i, good, good, I mean and it's it's interesting i know they did the the comic relief factor in shang chi like i have to retrain my brain because all the years i collected master kung fu as a kid growing up his name was shang chi right i'm i'm country i'm from atlanta nobody taught me that was shang so i was using context clues shang rhymes with tang that's that's what that's what i went with I <laughs> Well, I mean, I think the other thing that was kind of unique and refreshing and differentiating, because they hadn't really tried to introduce that character. Like, you know, there's been attempts to do other characters along the way. And I think they recreated him a way that I think I like him as a character now better than I did as a comic book. Meaning, you know, this this incarnation of him, the, the whole tie-in to the, you know, the rest of the Avengers and the canon it gives him a chance to be beyond you know because most of the comic book time for shang chi now that i know he was (laughs) a struggle hero right he didn't he didn't get to play with the big boys but now he's in you know in with the sorcerer circle there's so many more places that that character can go
3: going forward i have a question about that right so Mm -hmm. basically the 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 mandarin doesn't exist right so this is this is an amalgamation of the shang chi character from the comic books and the mandarin right is that Mm -hmm. that's what it was right
4: are you talking about the The
3: The mandarin from the comic books he had 10 rings he had a ring on every finger and he had 10 rings of power and they in iron man 3 the so-called trevor played the mandarin right and he was ahead of the 10 rings right right but the 10 rings turned out to be rings that go on your arms right so this is an amalgamation of, it appears to be an amalgamation, at least his father, not not, uh, not Shang-Chi himself, but his dad was like the Mandarin slash, you know, actually who he actually was from the comics.
2: As far as I'm aware and understanding of how they were telling the story, he he was making fun of the name. He said Mandarin is a... They, they made fun of the comic books, really. No, they, did. Like, they, did. they They were like, that doesn't make any sense because it's the name of a chicken dish. Right. <laughs> um, this is stupid. Um, but, which was very funny. I, I think... Uh, it's kind of like it's like kang the conqueror right kang sure. the conqueror goes by many names and mm-hmm. so does the mandarin so some people may know him as the mandarin but he's the, still the same person the person that is a warlord that has shook the 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 underground black market blah 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 blah, blah for a thousand years um so i i i don't know if that i don't think it's that the the mandarin doesn't exist it's just that that is not a title that he would have Chosen
3: for himself. Well, what I mean is he the, he wasn't Shang-Chi's father because Shang-Chi is an actual character, character, right? So the Mandarin in the comic book. Oh, you mean comics? associated? Yes, I hear Yeah, say. the Mandarin okay. who was associated with fin Fang Foom and all oh, that kind okay. of stuff, he was not okay. Shang-Chi's okay. father in the comics. So yes, what I'm saying right. is he doesn't exist in that context. Right.
1: Right. It's it's definitely yeah, yeah. it's a it's definitely they've done some combination conflation like. Taking some things because yes. you notice, like the whole fight pits were in Madripoor, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: which is where Wolverine used to go and slice stuff up. So it, it's still like there's a chance. Oh, sorry, more... you didn't say
2: they were in Madripoor? I thought they were in Singapore.
1: No, no, go back and check.
2: I don't remember them being in Madripoor. Go check.
3: <laughs> I, I think I was well, how they had a uh, what was that the uh, rock creature from Thor? Uh, wasn't he there? Uh, yeah. Uh, Korg or something like
2: that. Korg wasn't there. Wasn't he there? Something like that. Yeah, How?
3: As one of the as one
1: of the gladiators. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah. Are you talking? Wait, Richard. Just to elaborate, are you talking about the f- fighting pits in which context? You're talking about in Shangxi like when they go to in visit Shang-Chi, the sister. Yes. I think they're in Singapore.
0: Hmm. Oh. Say that again. When they go to meet the sister, to yeah, sister. to see his sister. because M A C A.
3: Macau. Or they were in Macau. 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 Macau oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
0: And
2: yeah, so it's not Macau. I would remember Madripoor. Madripoor has only appeared in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's the only time.
5: Yeah, That's it. Okay. Mm. Okay. In in the comics, Fu Manchu was Shang Chi's father originally, and I I, I read that uh, Marvel's lost the rights to that character. They actually.
1: They actually oh. use the original
5: shoe from the from the old pulp novels and they don't have the rights to him anymore. Oh, wow. I think
2: that this is better. Like I, 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 I like when you're I able so. to, there's so many characters that they can choose from to do so many things. And I like it better when there's not 10 different characters that they can be like, okay, there's like three characters right. and this one character is a combination of all of these. It just creates layers to the storytelling um like this man who was so powerful for so long and why did he choose to not do that anymore oh he fell in love he fell in love and he had kids he took a break but then they killed her and so he lost his fucking mind (laughs) like and i i think that that was a really that was a really i think it was a really beautiful storytelling device and really like it really you felt for him you still were like oh he's kind of like he's not a great person. Like he's never been a great person, but um, something about the power of love and the power of companionship and having someone who was his equal, if not better than him, um, was meant a lot to him. And you can tell how much it meant to him to find someone in his many years of existence that could go toe to toe. Um, And so when he lost that, he lost everything.
3: Yeah, I, I felt that. I felt that i did i think it was a great i also
2: think i would love to bring on at some point uh someone of uh chinese uh descent onto the podcast so we can talk about the way all of these comic books portray different ethnicities um in general because of of course with when you deal with asian specific ancestry you're dealing with oh they do kung fu they do any kind of martial art uh, is, is that uh, someone asked, like, is that a, a stereotype? Is should we lean away from that? Why should we lean into it? But then you, of course they did the thing with, um, if you lean away from it, it's erasure. And then you end up having what they did with Dr. Strange and with Tilda Swinton. So um, you can't escape that, like martial arts is a very, is, is Asian like you can't you can't like take that away from them you, then you have like iron fist and it's like boring. <laughs> I really wish that they would do um, a, a new iron fist and have Danny Rand be a mixed race Asian man i think that would be a much interesting more interesting story someone who's trying to run away from like his culture and his history kind of thing but ends up getting sucked into it anyway i know it would end up being very like shang chi in that way but but that's basically like what 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 the storytelling would do without it being like a white dude who learns kung fu like
3: now that we have shang chi in movie form i don't mind danny rand being just a white man as long as we know shang chi can kick his ass
0: sure well, if, well, like,
1: everybody minds this version of Danny Rand. Like, if, if they do Danny Rand ever again, have somebody who can damn like That was terrible. I, okay, obviously, Power Man and Iron Fist was one of my favorite comic books. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Like,
1: yeah, that I, I cannot think that possibly would... be the best martial artist in the world. That dude was goofy and lame.
2: He was yeah, need to have a um, well,
3: once one, once true. i once i saw that they had picked the guy from uh, game of thrones um who was like nobody i was like he's gonna be iron fist i was like that's not gonna work and it, no, it, and it, no it more of this right. like
2: I mean, training yeah. up people to fight the reason why tom holland i think is a really good spider-man is because he can do the physical things he can do a lot of the like yeah. his body understands yeah, how to move, yeah. Yeah. um, like he gets it. He's a ballet dancer, he like he taps, he's just he just, his body knows things. I don't like, um, as, as long as they're not like a, a brute character, Is that
3: why he does the Black Widow pose. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Is that oh, why God, he does God.
4: the
1: Black Widow pose? <laughs> there it goes, there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. <laughs>
2: uh, lol. But I think that what uh Disney did really well with Shang-Chi is that uh. What's his name? Liu is able to. He fights. He's a fighter. Like he, mm-hmm. he's trained in martial arts. And and that scene on the bus is phenomenal. It's great. One of the best actions. One
5: of the best. Really great. Really like like so great. Like Gene Kelly level choreography. I mean, it it just the thing is, is it's funny. I think that in the comics, he was really they're really channeling Bruce Lee. I think in the earliest mm-hmm. comics, and I think in the movie version. They kind of channeled Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. And they kind, they kind of made him kind mm. of like a funny fighter. Like he's kind of like, oh whoa, hey hey. Like you know, he's he's like you know, like like on the scene on the bus. Like there's so many moments where he's like, he you know when he when he uh, takes that girl's laptop. Yeah. <laughs> like, it Reminded or, me of or, uh, a
2: drunken. Uh, oh, what is that? Legend of Drunken Master. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah. what it is. It was just reminded of Legend of Drunken Master for whatever reason, but yeah, it's very, very Jackie Chan, um, and that is- fit into um, it fit into the tone more than a Bruce Lee style would have fit of the like, just the Marvel universe in general. Like, not too serious, still some comedic bits, but he's he's kicking your butt. Like he's he he's doing he's doing the thing. Uh, Quentin, did you
4: have something that you... Yeah, um, it was actually, there was like a little cool Easter egg. Like, um, I think he said like a line, he said, I really don't want to fight you or something like that. Like something that Jackie Chan says a lot before, like his like fights in movies. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, so there, I definitely saw that. But I feel like that was kind of my problem with the movie. The bus a- action sequence was amazing, but I feel like the movie felt like two different movies from the first half to the second half, where like you first were in like the everyday world where it was like kind of like a, you know, um, yeah, like you, you, were in the everyday world, and then it turned into like by the end, it was like this dragon battle. I was like, wait, I, like, I was like, am I watching the same movie? Like, if I would have fell asleep in the middle of it, I was like, did I sleep through? Like, and and now they're showing like a different show. Like, it just felt so different. Right. And I I agree with like the entire like Aquafina thing. And I feel like the sister would have been a more interesting person to explore along with Shang Chi and their dynamic rather than Aquafina kind of Aquafining up the movie. Honestly. Like, <laughs>
0: Yes. being be. be. <laughs> you turned her into a bird. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, I had to honestly. She does that oh, with bird movies,
4: bird. that's I'm what's like... happening.
2: Uh, yeah. But I think that uh, the sister—that's the one thing that my friend, who I spoke to about the movie, um, who's of Chinese descent, she, mm. she, she didn't like that plot line of the sister. Not because she wasn't great; the sister was great. Yeah. But in Chinese culture, or at least uh, in historical Chinese culture, like treating the women like women as if they are not able to do things is not culturally accurate. So she did not like that continued yeah. uh, stereotype um, yeah. and narrative put into play. And I was, I, I, which I heard her on, I was like, gotcha, I heard. But the, the sister was, was phenomenal. I do wish they had focused a little bit more on that uh, dynamic and that storyline rather than <laughs> uh do, adding some comedic relief, which I don't think I needed. I honestly don't think it was like wholly necessary. Um, yeah.
4: I think it really made uh, the MCU movies more tropey. Like I feel like MCU is like writing this line of like, we want to get original with like our movies and like try to m- make it in a different direction. But when you have all those jokes in there, like I feel like it really starts to like, cause I feel like a lot, there was a lot of like commentary about, oh, the MCU is just jokes. It never has like a serious moment to it. But then, when you have those, well, that's reasons, not
2: true. First of all, second of yeah. all, I see those arguments yeah, all the time. That's I, 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 and really I, true. I almost completely disagree with them. I think the tone now, it, when you're bringing a comic book to the screen, and especially Marvel comic books, which are yeah. very like colorful and shiny and glossy, etc., 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 that's how you bring that same true. feeling to I feel a like movie. the real
4: world to the Make real it, world.
2: Yeah. That's how it still feels like zippy and like like you're reading something that you can turn the pages of. And uh, so I disagree with that. I, I think it. it was very apparent with Aquafina cuz she literally did nothing up until the last five ten minutes of the film. Yeah. So um, but when you have, movie. you know, you have Paul Rudd, <laughs> they, they get uh Paul Rudd and um I guess we can add Ryan Reynolds to this now that Deadpool's a part of the universe, but like right uh but you know you have all these really funny dudes who yeah. they hired to be these characters. They're really funny. They know comedy they understand comedic timing and
4: and it doesn't it, take away from those
2: Chris has elements, which
4: yeah. is true okay it I, I will agree with that
3: actually. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth too. Yeah, it does. It doesn't take away from it. I mean, it would and,
0: be so. And, uh, and
3: shang Shanti, it did. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. It took. It she 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 detracted from that movie significantly.
2: Yes, because he. I think he was funny enough. He had he had his moments yep. on his own, yeah. Yeah. um, without the necessity of having her as a not a foil. She wouldn't have been a foil, but having her as the uh, partner in crime kind of sidekick situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, but it was a good movie. Yeah.
0: At any end when they're like, you aim at nothing, you'll get nothing or something like that with her. And then she was training to shoot a bow and arrow and they were trained in eight hours. And I was just like, this
2: is some bullshit. And then somehow shot said, the dweller in darkness in the, in the heart, eye, whatever. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Yeah. No,
3: I've uh, yeah, seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's And so- and 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 that's those those are area, major areas where they fell off for me. So when it comes to comparisons with Black Panther, it, it's largely because it, it's a cultural thing and because of the uh, percentage of cast that is, you know, represented and stuff like that. Other than that, it, it's it's far uh, it's inferior to, to Black Panther in almost every other way.
2: Yes, yeah, I would, yes I agree. Um, I I think there were individual things like Michelle Yeoh was wonderful in the movie uh who played the, oh, sister, uh, she, the she was the aunt um mm-hmm. the uh the sister of the their Couching mother Crouching Tiger yeah. uh,
3: Hidden Dragon lady
2: she yeah she's the from Crouching Tiger um mm-hmm. she's been getting a really good come up this last like year she's been in like 10 movies i swear mm-hmm. uh which i'm very happy for her like like to a fifth she's about 50 if not a little older but like a 50 to 60 year old middle aged asian actress to be able yeah. to have the year that she's having i'm so pleasantly surprised that she's getting uh her due um she was in crazy rich asians as well if you saw crazy rich asians um but uh but yeah so then i guess coming up on three and four i think it's gonna depend uh, i i feel like this conversation is gonna depend on a lot because i'm gonna say eternals third and black widow fourth Mm -hmm. but i don't I know. see the director's cut of Black Widow. Why? Why? What makes you say that?
0: I think remember when uh Suicide Squad came out and the the first one the first with, one. with Will Smith, the bad one, out, and the bad one exactly. was <laughs> like this I mean it was marketed so well and everyone would see it and it was garbage and then Zack like, garbage. And then or whoever directed it, there was a director's cut that
2: was so much better. I think it was David Ayer directed um, the Suicide Uh, suicide Squad, sorry, directed Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. And it was
0: so much better. It just, I feel like with Black Widow, there were so many, it could have been really great. And I love Florence Pugh. I think she's fucking fantastic. I think she's hilarious. Um, at the end, it just felt like too much. And with Taskmaster, that it just it was this huge build up to turn into nothing. Um, when Taskmaster really could have been a villain that trans- transcended to other movies. Right. You know what I mean? I mean spoiler blanket spoiler alert for this entire episode you know what i mean yeah, really. but, like, but for them, as soon as they introduced taskmaster i was like that's his daughter like i'm not yeah. I, I also i was like yeah, yeah
3: I, I felt that i agree yeah
0: i felt that like i want like, to be shocked that was not shocking to me
3: i think and like, then they made yeah. taskmaster's yeah. abilities um robotic or an enhancement
0: yeah they and, did, like, and, like, and, like,
3: and like an android enhancement and i was like what yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. all right whatever right.
0: Right. yeah
1: it, it, it's kind of the weird place to throw away a character that you could do a lot with
2: right? yeah. yeah yes and i think you got that, dark i think that uh for for black widow i thought the best line in black widow was when there, she was talking to the the villain. Uh, guy and he said he said he was talking he was giving his whole village speech about why he does what he does and he said I something like I found a way um, <laughs> I found a way to uh, to commodify something which the world has too much of girls and I thought that that line made me so sad I was like oh my god like i was it was just really painful to hear um because the the intention behind the line was like really felt by me in terms of like oh we don't have any use for these people except to use them uh, except to build them up and break them in the image that we so choose for them to be and we do this with women we do this with our girls um, that that was really sad to me um and and i, I felt i felt that so I, I thought that that line and that like overall like that was like the the thesis statement of the movie um uh but other than that, I thought it was like, it was fine. It was perfectly, it was fine. fine. Uh, it, I just think it was too late. And like the last 20 minutes yes. or 15 minutes of the movie, I was like, yes. I don't know what's happening. Um, Is this two weeks later? Is this a week later? Is this so much? I don't know when any of, I didn't know what was happening in the last portion of the movie. And I think that maybe it suffered from some covid stuff uh, and like piecing together i'm not sure but there was something missing from the storytelling in the last tw- uh, 15 to 20 minutes of uh, the black widow movie is that when everything's I mean, like, falling out of the sky and there's no about- it's like right after that so once she's like standing you know uh the police are coming right or the the uh whoever, whoever the authorities are coming and there's so many cars surrounding her, and she's standing in the middle of a field. And then it goes to black, and then it's like it doesn't say anything. It's just like it doesn't say two weeks later. It's just her with her blonde hair, and I'm like, "But where? What time period is this? When is any of this happening?" I don't under. I I was very confused. I think
4: I
0: think
2: they say at the beginning or somewhere in there because she you know,
0: goes missing for two weeks or something between uh Infinity War. Right. Or what is it before Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Between Infinity War and um, Endgame, she's missing, right? She's been MIA, and that's the, that's the two weeks. Oh no, wait, was it after? No, no, no.
3: With, do, no, she. This Civil is during War. the time she was on the run after Civil War.
0: Yes, thank you. But so it's, it's uh, this is
3: before this is before she between Civil War and Infinity War.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it says that after she, she spilled
3: all the secrets.
2: Yeah. There there was just something like I I, I think I knew where they were supposed to be, but if I was an idiot, like a complete idiot and didn't know anything that was happening in the context of the MCU, it was very confusing. Like if I just look at the movie as a movie, I was like, there needs to be like a two weeks later or like, why wasn't she arrested? Why wasn't I I was.
3: And therein lies the safety of the prequel, right? Right,
2: right, right. (laughs)
3: because you just you accept what is because you already know where it's gonna go so you're just like all
0: right well you know
3: okay she disappeared and and there it is right
0: i mean the movie was supposed to come out
2: that i saw yeah
0: i saw the preview for that movie before rise of skywalker no before what was the second one
2: what was the second one? Oh, what was the? Se- I don't remember the second one.
3: Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, last Jedi.
2: Last Jedi. Oh, I yikes. Saw the. The, yikes. the release of the preview, the preview for that uh, before the Last Jedi,
0: and I was
2: like, "What? It was supposed to come out May 2020 or June. Yeah. One of those." Yeah. And it kept getting pushed back, and it kept getting pushed back. And I, w- I want to know how much changed. Oh no! Actually, it was supposed to come out, I think, April twenty twenty. Then it kept being pushed back about two weeks at a time, or and then a month, and then they were like, "Oh, I don't know." Oh my yeah, God. And, uh,
3: th- that's, that was kind of understandable because of COVID, though, right? Oh no! So, it, yeah, it just—I
2: think
0: it really suffered from. I, I want to know the longer listen, the longer. You hold on to so, something, the more you're going to look at it and the more changes you're going to make, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what the 20, like the April 2020 version was compared to the when did it come out July
2: 2021? Yeah. yeah, and also because we were supposed to meet uh, what's her butt, uh, <laughs> uh <Louis laughs> Dreyfus, what's <her> butt? um, <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> oh, yeah. we were supposed to meet in yeah. Black Widow and not in yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier, like we did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that ended up happening um, just by proxy of like, oops. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, like, yeah. Now, th- this is the other thing. That, mm-hmm. I mean, because I think the movie suffered both in, in time sequence and lag, but some of the one that by the time we were looking at a prequel of Black Widow, she was so far, out of context or consciousness, like yes. it makes mm-hmm. more sense in April 2020,
0: yes,
1: when everything's going on versus
0: yeah, it had been the year before. It's yeah. Yeah. two
1: yeah. years down the road, and now we're watching because we watch it on television.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know that streaming right. release. So I, I think it has the combination suffered. She waited a long time to get her individual story told. Her individual stories told after she's you know gone from the universe. So
3: I was just going to say I think the impact would have been greater. Um, if it just went straight to Disney plus, but I guess it, that wasn't gonna work out because of the whole financial uh, investment into it. And then, you know, even the, the lawsuit afterward, right? So there was that, and it's, you know, it, I think if it went straight to Disney plus, I, as it on didn't... us as viewers would have been different, mm. right? Yeah, so, but didn't it didn't just go straight to Disney
0: plus, it was but Disney going, plus.
3: The and, 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 and I'm sorry, I don't I don't know. They did
0: it, they no, did no, no, a- No, no,
3: was it was in theaters right?
0: Yeah, they did. They did in theaters. It was simultaneous, games.
1: simultaneous, simultaneous was, release. Yeah, it was the same <laughs> oh, day. You you could pay more to watch. Oh, it was simultaneous. I just
3: did. waited. Right. I just. It was me. I waited. Yeah. I waited to see it. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess that's that idea shot there. Right. So, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I, you know. I, I know we're. Uh, you know. I don't want to say we're at time, but that's not my call. But I. I, I did want to say I. I do personally. Feel like Eternals is last place for me for 2021.
1: It's it's kind of the effect of who asked for this movie?
2: Like, (laughs) no no one asked for Guardians of the Galaxy either. At least Guardians of
1: the Galaxy was was something that I.
3: Nobody asked for Peacemaker, but James Gunn is a genius, right? James
2: Gunn is a genius. (laughs) He's a genius. We can't talk about it, but like, he's a genius. It's just a fact of life.
3: (laughs) but, but, um, But yeah, I mean, Eternals. Uh, I can't say Eternals was a disappointment because I had zero expect I actually had low expectations. I'm not gonna say I had zero, but I my expectation for the movie was for it to be not good. And um, well, I went in kind of, kind of just like I went in kind of thinking like, eh, not not expecting much. I had heard some bad things, but I b- because what I saw in the trailers. And because there was not much, uh, when I when I, I guess by way of promotion, it just didn't seem like it had that pop, any flair, really. And so my expectation was kind of low because of those things, not be necessarily because of what people said, because I've had people tell me movies were horrible, and, and I think they're great, right? Um, and as, as I've told you before, Zuri Watchmen being one of them, right? I'm one of the few who like Watchmen. So um, the movie. Um I'm right now.
0: The movie,
3: one of the few. I know it's... Yeah, i know I, I know i'm i'm one of the turnals. uh for me also um it kind of just it fell flat in so many areas it, it just did not it's like the whole point of the movie was just to introduce us <laughs> to celestials on a bigger scale than they did in um in guardians of the galaxy right in those little the screens guardians of the galaxy and then is
0: of that's the right point. but it, it's
3: like to, to really introduce us to celestials and to show us arrows at the end and other than that yeah. it, it was like the, like the, the acting was was lame i mean it's sama hayek she's always great to watch but everybody else i could have done without almost everybody else that was not taken by anybody there was no emotional connection there was no kind of connection to to the to the plot the plight anything it was well it
1: was a, it was a weird combination of like little weird things like i think this is the first in all of the marvel movies the first time they said the word superman out loud
3: right yes like right. I, I
1: think yeah. they've been banned from using
3: that for vocabulary i'm sorry no that sex scene was so unnecessary i'm just i just had to say it i've never Mar, marvel movies oh, yeah, have not be have be a- had a sex scene why did they do that
0: what do you mean they've never had a sex scene did you not never had a- jessica jones no jessica not. jones I mean,
3: see, that's i said marvel movies
0: oh marvel movies
3: Yes. Marvel movies have not had a sex scene. It was no. so unnecessary. There's no, never didn't. been a sex scene. Never. And why introduce it Iron on Man. a movie where yeah. there's no connection to the characters? It was like, come on, give me give me, give me, me Tony Stark and Aunt May if him and, Pipe, him and Pepper weren't working out. You know what I'm saying? Give me that. Give me Happy and Aunt May. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me... Eternals, sex?
2: I do think it was an odd choice. I think the, the film was shot very, I don't know any other way to say this, but like romantically, like, um. but like just quality wise. But I, I think I re I liked the Eternals and I think Part of the reason why I liked it was because I thought it was very. Oh, I just maybe it's just the idea in general was very clever of just having these the names of characters that we know Gilgamesh, Icarus, um, uh, Druid, which is like druids, and so you kind of get an idea of what he's supposed to be, but like, um, this Peter Pan type of Tinkerbell character characters that we, uh, Athena, characters that we have heard throughout history in books or, or you know, in our elementary school classes that were put into a different context that I completely understood. It made sense to me. I was like, Oh, this is really interesting. Cause I don't have to know very much about the character. I know their name. I know Icarus flies into the sun. I know that Athena is a goddess of war. So uh, uh, what's her name, kicking a button it's just all makes sense. Gilgamesh being a uh, king of Mesopotamia, like yada, 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 all the, so it, it kind of made sense to me and so i thought i was really uh engaged with the cleverness of that aspect of it um well, that, but then, I, I do think that there there could have cut maybe like 10 to 10 mi- 10 minutes a solid 10 minutes could have been cut from the movie um that didn't necessarily need to be there
1: well i think one thing that i also thinking about when i was leaving the theater i think this was Against the most diverse group of characters that Marvel had put together, and that was the other from, thing too. You know, you know, different abilities. I mean, um, I'm sorry, what is the um, the, what was considered a disability with the you know hearing impaired? Oh, the heart. The, uh, death
0: yeah, death death. I mean,
1: so it was definitely you know it, it seemed almost like it was an attempt. Okay, we need a black dude. we Need an Asian dude. <laughs>
2: In a a similar cultural vein of Shang-Chi and Black Panther, just the wide net of representation was so impactful to me. Like the fact that they were like, you know what, we don't need to make money on this movie in China because we're going to show this gay couple kiss. We're going to like have all these things that made them not marketable in other markets. Like they literally could not show the movie in China for this reason. So like I, just because they had like a little peck on the lips. And so um, I thought it was really lovely to see. And also it was, uh, you know, it was a mixed race couple but not black and white. Cause I think his partner was like uh, Palestinian, Syrian something, he, he was, um he looked Arabic of of, of origin. I, I wasn't entirely sure what the actors, um. Origins were, but um, but it was just, and they had a child, and then the heart of hearing actress was also black, and there were just so many things that I thought were done so well in the casting of it, even if the um, storytelling, acting, and the or what what was the word you were about to use, Corinne? I said storytelling. Yeah, even if some of the storytelling was a little lax because we've been begging for a lot of this stuff for a long, 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 long time from right. Disney in general and also from Marvel. So to finally get into it was just, uh, I think was somehow more important to me at some level. And so I, I was I was happy with the movie, but, um, but I don't know what the rest of y'all think in terms of like three and four, like between Black Widow and Eternals, what do you think? I just think Black Widow was just completely flat with nothing <laughs> to buoy it like right. diversity. Like there was nothing there was nothing there. It was just like, hi Scarjo, did you get your money? Okay.
1: Yeah, I I think that's that's how it ends. I think it might just be time lapse also. Is that Black I mean um Black Widow was both out of out of sequence, out of phase with when it would have been relevant for us and it's the furthest away in memory and it was in the smallest format like that was the one that I of the ones that we're rating I didn't see in theaters I didn't get a theater experience of so in that way it was to a degree minimized just by the medium right and yeah I think that's still number four though I, I think like if I go back and forth like would I like I can't I can't go back in time and have the big screen experience of Black Widow. But if I seen it on the big screen with the meh feeling that I had kind of because it at least with the way Eternals ended, you know, the introduction of heroes and the, um, you know, the Blade voices and all of those things. At least you start to see there's there's more potential. Um, the movie's
2: so much better because rehearsal Ali's voice is in it. <laughs> like, I'm, it, I'm just going to say that.
1: And it's almost like does that does that get the count as quality for that movie, or is that yes. just <laughs> So it ended better than the movie had been going. How about that? that's that's what I'll say. so I, I think that Rose that that, that, that marginal part at good. the end and the place where it potentially connects some dots, I think that bumps it up to number three where I think everything that was in the Black Widow kind of ends up as things that get thrown away that just don't end up relevant again. I guess her sister could come back though, right.
0: Right, her sister does come back spoilers so yeah that. no i mean he's not hawkeye oh yeah, her sister, yeah. Does, her sister does come back
1: right so that's that's the one i mean i'm saying for that in terms of its contribution to what's in the what's in that mcu that's the one thing
4: that we got from, because of that movie yeah. right i think the thing yeah. that i can forgive about it just to like to kind of uh say my last <laughs> point is that i think it's part of the mcu's like transition. And sometimes there's going to be some like a little bit of like messy steps where they're going to be taking new risks. But I think that at the end of the day, it's going to be something that's going to, you know, it, it's unfortunate, some, something had to bite the bullet. Honestly, I think Eternals was probably going to have to be that property. Black Widow yeah. felt like Captain America went to soldier format a bit in terms of like the style it was in. But I think Eternals, I mean, they had to take the risk to kind of reshape the new saga that they're trying to aim towards. So, what so,
2: what would you say, three or four?
4: I'm gonna give it three because it gave it took the risk, honestly, since it was something different, yeah. And then Black Widow, four, since I feel and like roles, what do you two, say? I, I, I can't disagree with that, I guess.
5: Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's um, sounds about right.
2: Omar, do you stick with your decision?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I do, I
2: do. Okay, well, we, as, as you all heard, we said No Way Home is first. We said Shang-Chi is second. We are fighting about three and four, but most of us agree that Eternals is third, if nothing else for uh, the impact on the future of the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what do you guys think? Let us know your thoughts. Did we get it wrong? Did we get it right? Do you care at all? Whatever. Just let us know. Um, don't forget to follow us on IG at Super Black Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Super Podcast. And I will let you guys introduce yourselves out. Hey, Corinne Scott. I'm on Instagram
0: at I am Corinne Scott. One R, two N, C, and Yeah, I like to laugh. Enjoy long walks with my child, dog child, now human children. Was expensive.
3: <laughs> follow me, Omar. Here you can follow me on Twitter at copyright. Uh, you can follow me on IG, original underscore gamester original with a zero, and uh, yeah, just love to talk uh, video games, uh, comic books, movies, uh, pretty much anything.
1: All right. You got Richard Harden signing off from Atlanta. My my pronouns are he, him. My stuff is his. You can find me on Instagram as Richard underscore
4: Harden. Usually trying to perform heroic weightlifting acts, dance the night away, or talking about money. Hey, um, Quentin. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, If you go to my Instagram, Quentin Oat, uh, Quentin spelled like Tarantino and uh, Oat like oatmeal um you can find me um <laughs> going after my dream of uh getting an audition for michael b Jordan's static shock film so if you can help support that dream that would be amazing and you could see a rising actor get a shot at uh his dream role
5: roles andre here signing off og fanboy and master session thank you thank you very much Excelcr.
2: <laughs> and as always i'm zuri washington zuri with the fringe on top on instagram and remember should you need heroes we've got your back we fear no topic we attack if conversation is what you lack you'll find it here with super black bye everybody